Shot attempt from Protus, knocked down, and as the puck goes to the far side, that is going to do it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, San Jose. It's a three-game winning streak to close out October for the men of Spencer Carberry. Final score, Washington 3 and San Jose 1. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The win streak at three straight after a third period rally against the Sharks. Post-game reaction from Spencer Carberry and Hardy Hamid Octel and Al Koken from Monumental Sports Network will join us. Good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, October 30th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Three straight wins, two straight at home, over NHL 500 for the first time this season at 4-3-1, and and only the New York Rangers have a longer current win streak in the NHL. Yeah, it's been quite a turnaround for the Capitals this week, who rallied in the third period to defeat the San Jose Sharks 3-1 last night at Capital One Arena. Dylan Strome picked up his team-leading sixth goal of the season to tie the game early in the third. Tom Wilson scored what proved to be the game winner with less than five minutes left. And Evgeny Kuznetsov potted an empty netter at 19.02 to seal the victory. Spencer Carberry said after the game, his team did a great job of getting out of a rut and finding a way to win. Starting to learn that about our group, the the character and the resiliency. And even when things potentially like are, are frustrating situations and we don't perform to the level that we're capable of, and then we have to reset mid-game or we've got to sort of get on track and do it quickly, this group's able to do it. Some teams, like if you don't have it that night and it's sloppy, you, a lot of times it's with groups, it's for 60 minutes and you might sort of get back into it a little bit but but our group is good at a recognizing what's going on and then b flipping it and getting everybody on the same page with Darcy Kemper won again, making 29 saves on the 30 that came his way. And Hardy Hamanoktel picked up his first NHL point last night, assisting on Strom's game-tying goal in the third. He joined us post-game last night on Capitals Radio. We've got Hardy Hamanoktel downstairs uh, joining us just outside the Capitals dressing room as the Capitals win here 3-1. Congratulations, sir, on your first NHL point coming on the game-tying goal from Dylan Strom. How does it feel? Uh, it's an amazing feeling to get the first one and a huge win for us here to come back after a little bit struggling. So good game by us. So I really happy to get my first point here. It seemed a little frustrating with the goalie at the other end playing well, but you guys sure looked like you were sticking with it there in the third period, and you grind it out and find a way to get a win tonight. Yeah, we did. We, we had faith in here, and it's a good group of guys here, so we never stopped believing. So a uh, good win t- for us here. So, yeah, good job. Yeah, well, now three in a row, and it was a struggle at the beginning of the season, but does it feel like in the dressing room at this point that you guys have turned the corner? Because it looks like from up here you have win three straight, and and do it pretty impressively again here today coming from behind. Yeah, I think so. I think we're trying to, like, we're finding our game a little bit more now, so uh, that's huge to get, get these wins in tight games, so it's good job to stay with it today. How you adjust into the game in North America here? Uh, it goes better and better, just a little bit gap-wise and stuff like that. It's a little bit uh, different, but uh, I, I'm getting used to it every day so yeah it's good well hi we appreciate you joining us here congrats on nhl point number one and go get them thursday with the islanders thanks for joining us thank you so much 
And one other thing on Dylan Strom from last night. He took 27 faceoffs in the game, and he won 21 of them. Just a dominant force for the Capitals in the month of October. Today at practice today at MedStar Capitals Iceplex. No game now until Thursday night at home against the New York Islanders. Joining us here this morning as the new week begins, his first appearance on the show this season. Happy to have Al Koken back with us discussing positive trends, Darcy Kemper, the power play, and more as the team gets a bit of a breather this week. Well, Al, appreciate you joining us here this morning. This has been a rough start, but things trending in the right direction now as the Caps in the midst of this five-game homestand. And I think back to the Minnesota game where it was really the first time all season where it was a good 60-minute effort. There's a lot of positives to take away from it, and you kind of get the feeling that things are moving in the right direction. I wouldn't say they're there yet, but you're certainly heading that way. Well, you know, John, to me, we come into a season pretty much knowing everybody on this roster, what they're capable of, what they're not. What we don't know is how is the new coach going to get all this together, right? But we're starting to see signs in my mind of the system he wants and then the player's ability to play that system. And I thought to your point, the 60-minute effort against Minnesota was the first time we've seen it consistently. We've seen it in glimpses. We've seen really good first periods followed by a disaster movie second period. You know, And now they followed that up last Thursday with a great third period against New Jersey, and I think they built upon that third period. So you can start to see the signs of what he wants them to do and how is this going to make them a better team. We know because whether you want to put it with age or or whatever, that they are not a naturally fast team, but that doesn't mean they can't play fast. And his method of getting them to play fast are holding on to the puck and making quick, smart decisions when you do have it. And I thought we saw that to the best degree in that Minnesota game. And growing pains is something that's been thrown out there when you have a new coach and a new system and a new way of doing things. That doesn't just happen because you did it for a couple of weeks at training camp. It takes time. The roster comes together. And I'd like to think that that's the way things are moving now, that things are starting to gel a little bit. And you know where you really see it is on the power play. Because Kirk Muller is trying to get them to do different things with the same personnel. But that same personnel has been doing it their way for the last six, seven, eight, ten years. How many? you know you want to go back it's tough to get you out of those habits you know the the natural inclination is to suddenly once the pressure comes in to revert back to what you've done but again then I we take that Minnesota game look at the puck movement and look at the different places players were on the ice a different style of entry how many times have we seen them come in koozie with the slingshot he comes in through the middle or the right side now kirk muller is trying to get him to come in more on the left side to shake things up the the other night against minnesota there was a play kind of along the boards that the guy had the puck on the boards and just tapped it to an onrushing player coming in so it wasn't a slingshot move it was a different type of entry all those things are going to take time but at some point you're going to have to see that they're understanding it and executing it and the Minnesota game was that in my mind that moment where it started to look like oh okay I know what he wants I know this is now what we can do as opposed to just reverting back to the automatic reset of the last eight ten years. 
One of the things I really enjoyed about the game, just from a historical perspective on Saturday, was I don't know if we're going to see Marc-Andre Fleury play in D.C. again, but for all of the times he was here with Pittsburgh, a gentleman of the game, he and Alex Ovechkin were having some fun in that Minnesota game as well, and it was a great goaltending matchup because Darcy Kemper was outstanding too. If you like goalies, boy, that Minnesota game was the place to go. Well, it was also kind of interesting because I would mentioned to Darcy when I did the post-game interview with him about, you know, I know you never take a shot on Marc-Andre Fleury, but does it kind of give you a little extra juice, a little extra pump up to go against him? And he goes, yeah, this is going to be really maybe one of the last guys I grew up idolizing and kind of rooting for. And that kind of hammers home to just how long Marc-Andre Fleury has been there and the influence he's had on a whole generation of goaltenders. So it was kind of interesting to hear a veteran that we see as Darcy Kemper talking about growing up, looking up to Marc-Andre Fleury, which I'm sure if Fleury heard that, it would probably get a big laugh out of that anyway but yeah and but it is fun to watch you know when a legend like that comes in a how do you beat him and it was tough to do John Carlson gets credit for at least getting it done in the shootout but the effect it has on the other goaltender and for Darcy Kemper I don't think he's played a better game here in Washington I know he's had shutouts but in terms of the quality of saves and what he did in the shootout you had no margin for error and he was brilliant including some just flopping on his belly and kicking up the pads to knock things away. I mean, some really dramatic saves, not just, oh, they missed the net. He had to come up big, and how about literally the last seconds of the overtime before the shootout? Oh, by the way, here comes former teammate Marcus Johansson coming in on a breakaway. Stop that before you have to then stop seven more, you know? So the whole night was filled with some fascinating things, but moments that this capital team can A, take pride in, and B, continue to build off of. It was a big night for Tom Wilson as well, and having a normal training camp, a normal summer to condition yourself and get ready for the season. Last year was anything but normal as he only got to play half the season and it took a while to even get up and running. But in that Minnesota game, I really loved not just the goal, but he was engaged and physical in the war of words. He just felt like, hey, Tommy's back. Number 43 is back and doing what he does best and as comfortable as I think we've seen him since before the injury. But even if he hadn't scored that shorthanded goal, which obviously turned the game around for the Capitals, his penalty kill was brilliant. And, you know, there's no Lars Eller this year and it was always Lars and Tom as the first two penalty killing forwards overboard so now he's got to adjust is it you know working with Malenstein is it working with McMichael is it working with Kuznetsov whomever but Tom Wilson is that one constant on that power play we saw John and I know you and I talked about him when we were watching in training camp he was moving so great the skating test they had he was lapping people he looked like secretariat at the Belmont he was so far ahead of his group and you you just could tell that that off season of being able to get ready for hockey and not rehabbing his injury made all the difference in the world. That's definitely, I thought, the best complete game he's played all year. And I don't think there's any accident to getting up there, playing on a line with Ovechkin and Strom. That's a quality top line. Knowing what Tom Wilson could bring, because we know what he brings as opposed to the outside world who just see him in a one-dimensional role. His skill set is great. He can play with top line players. And that, I think, is what makes him such a unicorn. It's one thing to be tough, physical, and you can grind it out, but it's another thing to have the skill set to play with arguably the greatest goal score we're ever going to see, and a guy who is as creative as anybody in the middle with a Dylan Strom, and Tom Wilson complements that line, not just keeps up with that line. Well, we appreciate you joining us here this morning. Thanks very much. Good to be with you, Jen. 
Always glad to have Al Koken with us on the show. It's the Capitals and the New York Islanders Thursday night in D.C., 645 airtime on 106.7 The Fan and here on Caps Radio 24-7. Heard for free everywhere at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great Monday, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.